It's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey, at the rainy Jersey Shore, and in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. And this is news that you can use from Car Edge, well, for Friday, October 20th. And your host today, as well, most of the time, not always, but most of the time, it's me, Ray, and my handsome son there, Zach. How are you today, Zach? I'm doing great, Dad. Every time you call me handsome on the show... Makes my heart melt a little. So thank you. Keep it up. Keep doing it. I appreciate it. Today, this is probably, um, oh, there you go, from Memphis, Tennessee, where my dad's from. This is probably not HR compliant, but we have a very handsome guest joining us, Dad. We've got a real industry insider. (laughs) Should I pull him in? (laughs) Well, well, you know... uh you know, somebody's got to pull down the looks on this show, and apparently it's going uh, to be me. Hey, what's up, everyone? <laughs> that was a good one. I oh. tried, Marcello. We've got Marcello from Toyota World. Link is at the top of the description down below. If you do not follow Marcello's channel, we encourage you to do so. Marcello, if you can take like 30 seconds for those who are unfamiliar with you and why they should listen to you, and then we'll dig into all the Toyota news. Go for it. Hey guys, so it's Marcello here. Yes, I am the operator of Toyota World YouTube channel. I work out of Maple Toyota, which is in Vaughan, Ontario. I'm in Canada. Been with Toyota for 15, almost 16 years. So I know a lot about the business and about the specific manufacturer. So here I am. Well, welcome, Marcello. We are thrilled to have you join us today. It's been, uh, if I, if I, can say this it's been way too long since we've had you on yeah we're both busy it's a good thing i guess no worries <laughs> now now when you say you're busy can i ask a question Go ahead, are you are yeah. you business busy as in my goodness you're getting vehicles in and you have lots of cars to sell or are you busy just taking care of the pre-solds that are arriving yeah, good good question. So we're busy in both senses. The the, the showroom traffic where we are um, calmed down a little bit, and I'm not too sure yet if that's a function of just typical seasonality. Because now we're approaching the end of the year, mm-hmm. focuses on you know Black Friday, Christmas, all that stuff, um, uh, or if that's a function of the stress from the high interest rates where we are. And maybe um, the patients windling for availability of new car inventory, stuff like that. But uh, time will tell. The showroom's a little bit calm, but we're still actively like busy in terms of uh, fulfilling orders, changing orders that are coming in. We're seeing a lot of customers that ordered uh, eight to 12 months ago, even longer. Of course, their situation changed. Uh, so we're seeing a lot of the time we'll we'll contact the customer when we know their vehicle's on route and we'll say, hey, your order's on route, ETA about 30 days. What do you want to do? Um, about 20, 30, sometimes 40% of the time, that customer will, something will change. We'll either have to change that vehicle, that model, bring the package down, bring the package up. Sometimes it gets canceled altogether. Um, so we're experiencing it's a it's a different animal right now than what we were used to from you know years ago. You you you. I, I want to ask him one more quick question, and then you can ask anything you want, Zach. Because you said something to me that was really interesting. Yeah. And, and you said, "Well, we've got the holidays coming. We got Black Friday." And I'm thinking to myself, "Well, 
Thanksgiving, as we know, it is an American holiday. It's yeah. not necessarily a Canadian holiday. Yeah. And I believe Thanksgiving for Canada is, well, much earlier than yeah. it is in the United States. Are you are you truly impacted by the American Black Friday event? No, not really. But we do have our own version of that here in Canada. We do okay. have, I think it's towards the end of November. Um, are we really impacted? Um, I, I think so, a little bit, because, you know, we're, we're kind of uh, consumers are kind of looking elsewhere to spend their money for that particular time. So we'll notice a little bit of a lull, like we'll notice a little bit of a downtime. Mm -hmm. um, it, it picks back up again. But I think that's kind of where we're going through right now is just a little bit of a lull, uh, maybe focus and directions in, in other avenues as well, not just the auto industry. Um, and, and that's totally fine. I mean, that's 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 a good good sign, I guess, right? That people are out there and still spending money. So, Marcello, I want to queue up. I kind of want to put the the uh, ground floor here for everyone that's joined us today to to get an insight into what's going on at Toyota. So, obviously, you you operate a store, you run a store, you run the YouTube channel as well. It's all about Toyota. I want to pull up a few articles, a few things that we can talk about to set the stage for everyone that's here <clears> with us. This headline just came out earlier this week. It's not the Google ad up at the top of it. It is the Toyota widens production halt after explosion at supplier closures expand uh, expanded to seven plants through Wednesday night. It's the largest pause since all domestic plants were hit in August. This is the second time in the past year that we've seen Toyota have some sort of material situation come up where they had to halt production. At the same exact time, we do a pretty good job back at CarEdge.com, keeping track of the vehicles with the highest and lowest inventory. And we even have a page that we have dubbed the Toyota Inventory Crisis. And Marcello, when you come to this page, we put all the data on here. Toyota's day supply versus their competitors. So Honda's got a 36-day supply. Kia's got a 40. Toyota's got a 40. Hyundai's got 69. You know, like Toyota just doesn't have a lot of inventory. And then, Marcello, that manifests itself we get the information from Cox Automotive, which is the average transaction price for a Toyota, if I come all the way down here, is $42,808. That includes Lexus, so that's for the entire brand, $42,808. I lob all of this out to you. Some, some production challenges. Literally the lowest day supply of inventory of all the major automakers here in the United States that maps to what's going on in Canada. And average transaction prices that have truly never been higher you were already talking about it. Some people needing to switch orders and things like that. Mm. That's the macro. That's what we see when we read the headlines. What are you seeing day in and day out? Are you seeing the impacts of all that information, or is, is your life, your landscape, and your environment look different? No, it's it's about it's about the same, just with a little bit of a different context. Like I'm I'm actually surprised that that you said forty two thousand. <clears throat> yeah, forty two thousand eight hundred eight. Yep. Yeah, I'm surprised it's actually not higher than that because. Um, the bulk of what we sell and what we deliver for the most part is hybrid. Um, we're one of the manufacturers that have probably the widest range. I say this all the time on my channel. We have the widest range of hybrid selection. And fortunately or unfortunately, when you're going with hybrid, you, 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 do, you step up a little bit in terms of pricing. Like a lot of what we're delivering are the higher end, uh, higher trimmed RAV4 hybrids, Highlander hybrids. The Grand Highlander has been doing fantastic in the hybrid segment. Um, so those are all north of forty thousand uh, dollars by far. So I'm, I'm surprised it's at forty two. Um, with regards to uh, demand changes and stuff like that, yeah, we're, we are seeing that as well. 
um, production-wise. Um, we haven't seen any of the... When was that article from, the one that had the explosion in it? This week. This week? Okay, so yeah. So, so we wouldn't feel anything like that right away. Um, we'd probably feel that stuff towards, I think, the latter part of the year. Um, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, because unfortunately there's not much that's built in Canada when it comes to Toyota, um, Lexus, I'm not sure. Um, so we wouldn't feel that right away, but, uh, yeah, we're, 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 we're experiencing a little bit of a slightly higher than average, um, uh, influx of inventory coming into our pipelines and into our dealerships. Now, of course it's not available inventory, but uh, it's all pre-sold orders, but the number is, is higher. You know, we used to get a car a day, uh, five cars a day, you know, wow. nothing the next day, and then, and then six cars the next day. And now it's kind of a little bit more consistent where we're seeing like a cycle of like five to, to 10 or 11 cars per day coming in. For, for most of the week. So that's, that's good. Mm -hmm. um, that's great. And, and Toyota kind of gave us this um, indication that that would happen, that our, our wholesale numbers to our stores would be a little bit higher towards the last quarter of the year. And we're seeing that, but let's see if whatever you just showed us will have any effect on it. So many thoughts going through my head. Go for it, Pops. Um, you, I, I'm assuming that when you have somebody that ordered a car eight, 12, 14 months ago, and their situation has changed and they no longer want that car, that that's, I hate to say this, but that's almost exciting for you because now suddenly you have an available vehicle for sale. You have, you have unspoken for inventory, might be one vehicle, but it's so, so it, in your in your inventory presently, how many vehicles do you have that aren't spoken for? Mm. Um, I would say between twenty and thirty. Now, the bulk of that twenty to thirty are four by four pickup trucks. Mm -hmm. uh, probably about sixty percent of that. So between Tacoma and Tundra. That's where we've seen um, kind of, I, it's hard to say price weakness and Toyota all in the same sentence, but here in the States from our team, what I've been able to see is Toyota Tacomas and Tundras, you can get relative deals on. You're looking for any of those other products, Sequoias, for example, Sienna's, uh, like you can't, like we're still seeing dealers asking here in the States significantly above MSRP. But again, to your point of what you have in on-hand inventory, it's the same thing here. Tacomas and Tundras, you can right. get significantly below MSRP here in the States because that's what the sitting inventory is. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, um, you guys don't have really a selection of, of, I guess, RAV4s and stuff like that. It's mostly the same. Yeah. Yeah, no RAV4s. I mean, some ICE RAV4s, uh, internal combustion engine RAV4s, but very, very few. Like people, the primes are still like a dime a dozen and you can hardly get your hands on them. Those are impossible to find. The Venzas, the hybrid Venzas, impossible to get your hands Like wow. pretty much anything Toyota, with, except for the trucks, are impossible to get your hands on. So we're pretty much the same because that's exactly what I would have told you um, in terms of model lineup. Yeah, Venzas, forget about it. Sienna's, forget about it. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super RAV4. We're still, yeah, a couple of non-hybrid models here and there, but that's that's it. 
if yeah. if if someone came into your dealership today and they wanted to uh, they wanted to reserve an incoming Sienna hybrid, okay. um, what's their what's their wait time? Uh, so their wait time, I'll be very honest with the viewers and you guys, their wait time is not known. It's it's un, it's unknown. So. Yeah, uh, we, wow. we steer the Venzas and the Siennas in a different direction. We try, for example, on the Sienna, we try to get that customer uh, to go for something like a Grand Highlander, which is very similar in size, mm -hmm. because they'll get it sooner. Um, the Sienna, by the time that customer would get it, it'll be a different generation. Like It won't even be the same look. Like We're still fulfilling some orders from late 2021, and very early 2022. So, I mean, we're almost in 2024. Uh, the, the, the production's incredibly soft on Sienna. Or the demand is incredibly high. Demand is incredibly <laughs> high. Incredibly high. The Venza, not so much. The demand is not so yeah. much. And I think it's because the RAV hybrid is so versatile. There's so many different packages and models. There's eight of them here in Canada. But the Sienna, yeah. Sienna is very high demand. Yeah. Man, that that that's incredible to think that the wait time could be so long that your customer might not even survive it. I I mean, literally, yeah. You can you can have people come in and give you a deposit, and 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 eighteen months later, when you call them up to to tell them they can come pick up their their Sienna, you know, the wife might go, "Well, yeah, drive it to the cemetery because that's where he is today." Um, <laughs> You know, it's, but it's 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 sad to say, guys. But there's been more than one case where we called customers, and uh, the customer was no longer. Um, it's it's happened. It's 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 just crazy. Like it's nuts. <laughs> Man, yeah. I, I think I'm like sitting here. I'm sitting here, Pops. It's like at the same time that we're having this conversation about. Literally, I never thought these sentences would be uttered customers sadly dying before they could take delivery of the minivan they wanted at, at the same exact time here in the states at least marcello you want to get your hands on a chrysler pacifica hybrid there's like a 700 days supply of them like they can't give them away and wow. so i think it, just, it demonstrates how loyal and how committed toyota customers are to the brand no one else maybe honda maybe subaru but not even really like toyota customers our Toyota customers. No wonder the brand is so valuable. It's incredible how connected people feel. I'm sure you see that day in and day out with your clientele. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now on Sienna, as though we don't like when a customer comes in for it, we don't necessarily go ahead and just start filling the order or taking a deposit. We we really do like an interview on the customer and like make sure that they're okay to wait, that they have the appropriate you know approvals in place for whenever the time comes. Like we don't just say okay here. Let's take deposits and orders on Sienna's because, to be honest, I I can write twenty of those a day, but but what good would that do, right? It would only clog the system unnecessarily. So, for the most part, we've paused on Sienna orders. We we really have. Have Have wow. you seen much of an impact on the business due to uh, increased interest rates? Because I'm assuming interest rates are higher in Canada today than they were three years ago, just like they are here in the states. Yeah, we have. We have seen it. Um, we impact, like, for example, the customers here won't necessarily not purchase because of that rate. Mm -hmm. but they'll really 
downgrade. Like, you know, maybe they wanted a limited RAV hybrid or maybe they wanted the platinum Grand Highlander and they have to go to maybe the XLE or something like that. So, and, 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 that, and that's okay because, you know, the way we explain it, we're, we're a fantastic brand that has an amazing history of resale values and holding values. So we like to change our customers' vehicles every two years, three years, four years max. We call them, we cycle through the system. And maybe at that time we upgrade them to what they initially were looking for, right? Are, go ahead. Go for it. No, no, no. no, go, no. no. Well, I, all I was going to ask, has, has the short supply of inventory, has that impacted your ability to maintain the sales staff at a level that that you would like to have it at? Do you, do you have difficulty in in getting your? I mean, you're, you're a busy store, yeah. But 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 even you're limited as to what you could sell because you just don't have the inventory. So are are salespeople less likely to stick around, or are they more likely to stick around? No, they're more, but they're more likely to stick around, and I'll tell you why. Um, because the way the business was, I, I've I was I'm, I've been in the business since 2008, and the way the business was before versus the way it is now or recently, mm-hmm. very different for the sales representative because it's very straightforward and, and to the point. Um, you know, you take a lot of the back and forth and the and the games out of it, and we just talk about the necessity: is what's the pricing of the vehicle, and when can I get it? Um, so I think they're spending a little bit less time perhaps on the transactions, maybe a little bit less work on the transact transaction initially um, in terms of them sticking around financially. Um, it was difficult in the very beginning, which would have been in early to mid 2020 when there really was nothing happening. You know, COVID just hit, mm-hmm. cars weren't even landing at all. Um, that was hard, but since then, it snowballed for pretty much everybody that stayed in the business. And then we are also a new NAUs car dealer. So we do have an inventory pre-owned of about a hundred cars. So they, they do live off of that as well. So it's a good, it's a good healthy mix for them. That was going to be my question. Marcello was around used cars. So obviously one of the great ways to get your hands on used cars are customers coming in traded in vehicles or lease returns. I know Toyota doesn't have a huge lease program, but still you can get your hands on used cars. What have you seen in the used car market? Are prices softening? Are they still quite high? What are you seeing uh, at your dealership? Yeah, prices have softened, yes. Uh, and that starts with the, the wholesale market. Wholesale market has softened. Um, prices for pre-owned have slightly came down. And I think that the pendulum is kind of going in the downwards direction for, for pricing. Um, and I'm not really sure what that's due to. Um, it could be the supply is high. Uh, it could be a few things. It could be the rates are high, and that's what's causing it. Uh, it could be that the public is catching on that you know some manufacturers have some new vehicles, so then the, the attention is now on the new car, not the used car. It could be a yeah. combination of all these things. Interesting. I, I I would think that that rates impact it more than anything. I, you know, affordability yeah. is an issue whether you're in Canada, <clears throat> excuse me, or whether you're in the United States, and it's everybody has some type of budget that they try to 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 live within yeah and with interest rates as high as they are it's it's harder to keep everything within that 
that comfortable budget for people. So yeah. it's got to it, eventually it has to impact used car values because yeah. of that. What what are your rates there, guys, right now? <laughs> what was it that the other day? I can pull um, it up, but do you remember what it was? Well, it was like I, 14, I, I remember the average new car rate was approaching 9% or slightly over 9%. And the average used car rates were just a tad over 14%. Now, 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 that's not to say that the a lot of the major brands, you know, through their captive lenders, they have specialized rates and subvented rates that if you have good credit, you can qualify for a much lower rate. I, I you know, you can where you can end up rates at 4.9 or 5.9. I know, for instance, Mini, um, a brand that I used to represent, uh, they're offering 399 up to 84 months if you qualify. Yeah, that's good. Mm. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. But they're high. <laughs> they're very, very high. <laughs> Marshall, you mind if I come here to the chat uh, question that we have for you? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we've got from Ken here. Ken says, how do you get new customers that want to test drive Toyota vehicles before they want to buy? That is my issue. I went with another Honda, although I was interested in trying Toyota, but there was no inventory. How are you handling that at your dealership, Marcello? You know what? That question's interesting because for some reason, and I'm not joking, for some reason, the past year, two years, it's like the test drive just flew out the window. Um, literally like we don't talk about it and the customers don't talk about it. Like I can only count a handful of times in the past months that a customer actually came in and wanted to test requested to test drive the vehicle. Now, before that was part of the sales process, you know, we get them in, we want them to drive the vehicle. Now it's kind of been like almost accepted that it's a norm that you, you physically can't get a test drive because we don't have the freaking cars right um at our store we do have a decent selection of company demos where there is an option to drive that demo but it it's limited like for example if you wanted to drive a highlander hybrid uh test drive i I don't have that but you can drive the non-hybrid version like you know what i mean like we can kind of cut corners and get it done if we really needed to but for the most part like it's it's not even happening um but but I'll be honest, we haven't really lost sales because of it uh, that I've noticed. Um, we're in an auto mall. So for most of our manufacturers in our auto mall, they, they're in the same boat. It's, it's, How does that sit with you, Dad? It's so <laughs> hard to imagine I know. That, that somebody can can make what is an invariably the second most expensive purchase in their lifetime without trying it first. I, I well, don't I, I don't disagree. Yeah, I mean, I I had this conversation with with my daughter's ex-sister when she and her husband um, bought their new car in January. Yeah. And I said, well, have you driven them yet? She said, well, what do I need to drive them for? (laughs) I don't know. You need to drive them to make sure you feel comfortable in it, to make sure the seat's comfortable, to make sure that the sight lines are good. I mean, my daughter is... uh, Every bit of five foot one inch tall. Uh, she's very short, so that you know you need to be able to make sure you can see out over the hood. Yeah, she said, you know, I never thought of that. They started driving cars, and they noticed that in some cars they were more comfortable than others. Yeah. So I just, you know, I can't imagine somebody saying, "I'm going to place an order for a Toyota Sienna Hybrid. I'm going to wait eighteen to twenty four months to get it." 
Then when it comes in, I'm finally going to drive it. And at that point, I might find out I don't like it. I'm telling you, it's exactly what's ha- what happens. It's just, it's not, it's like, it's not something that we as a store, as, as an industry try to avoid, because if we have it, let's drive it. No problem. Sure. But, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's like a non-topic. It's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's that old saying that the feel of the wheel seals the deal. Right. And, yeah. 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 And, and, and now it's like, you know, just look at the wheel. <laughs> yeah. If, if. <laughs> Pops, you sound so old school now. You don't use your virtual reality goggles to do an you know an augmented test drive because it's it's where we're going, man. It's how it seems. Hey, Marcello, we are incredibly uh, great, uh, uh, appreciative of you being so gracious and generous with your time. We don't want to take up too much. It seems like maybe it's your day off. You're not at the dealership, so we want to make sure you have time with your family. I've got a final question on mine, and we'll give Pops a final question as well. Mine's kind of a big question for you. Do you think this is the new normal for Toyota? I feel like every time we check in with you, this is the question I ask. Do you think this is, should we not be surprised? I guess that's what I'm saying. If five years from now, this is just what it is when you want to buy a Toyota. What is your take on that? I I think, okay. So if I can speak in a bigger picture, I think Toyota is where no other manufacturer is. And what I mean by that is we're not to sound biased. We're at the top of our game for hybrid. We're at the, like there's been articles for solid state battery. There's been so much going on. There's going to be a lot of new product coming in the next year, two years, three years. And I think it's all going to be high demand stuff. Uh, So I think, yes, this could be potentially the new kind of normal, you can say, where you kind of can't just walk into a Toyota store, see the vehicle you're going to pick up and drive and buy it and drive it away the next day. I don't see that happening uh, just because I think our demand should stay high with what I know what's going on for the next couple of years to come. Super interesting. Do you think um, that Toyota is missing out on the all battery electric vehicle market? Big no, big no. Um, I can't open up my YouTube account without seeing videos from news reporters and, and maybe even you guys about how there's so many EVs sitting at stores and they're just literally piling up. And it's funny because right when Toyota released the BZ uh, announcement about a year ago, there was so much hype and excitement for like a a couple of days. And then it's just, no one talks about it. Um, The RAV4 Prime, yes, it's hard to get one, but that's more so from what I'm experiencing because the building is a little bit less like the build rate they'll build more rap hybrids and non-hybrids than they will for primes for whatever reason mm-hmm. and i don't think it's a function of because everybody that wants a rap wants a rap prime i think it's exactly the opposite i think there's very few customers and viewers out there that actually want a rap prime versus how many are out there that want the hybrid and non-hybrid um so no i don't think toyota is i think they're in the perfect spot for that if i can pull up one thing just to kind of add some fuel to that fire, Marcello, of Toyota yeah. being in a good and strong position. Headline in automotive news today, despite Mercedes's, this is a tongue twister, despite Mercedes' zeal for EVs, models are slow to sell. Mercedes dealers took an ad- average of 82 days to sell the brand's battery-powered EQ models in September, more than double that of BMW. Like We're not only seeing this with mainstream EVs, no. 
We're seeing it across the full spectrum. And Toyota is the brand that you could say is contrarian. Like when everyone else was going left, they went right. They said, we're doubling down on hybrids. And it seems like based on demand, they're, they're, they made a really strong decision. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Toyota's, you know, maybe, maybe a company that you'll judge fast or, or whatnot, but, but they know what they're doing. Man. They're, they're good. <laughs> they're definitely good. And Marcello, around for a while. Yeah. They will be around for a while. Marcello, yeah. you're a good man. Hopefully you're around for a long, long while yes. and willing to come Hopefully. join us back here on the channel. We really appreciate you taking some time out of your day to spend oh. with us and our community. Again, check out Marcello's channel, Toyota World. Either search it in YouTube or just click on the link in the top of the description down below. Thank you, Marcello. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Marcello. No Have a great weekend. Yes, you too, guys. Yep. Bye-bye. I love when we get that. Yeah, I love You're getting, you're getting um, uh, on the ground. The source. Yes. Yeah. 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 Let's do a quick little live experiment on that Mercedes data. I just pulled up CarEdge.com because you and I, when we went and we looked at these, what do you want to do? The EQS? Um, sure. Yeah, when we went to the uh, local yeah. Atlantic City Mercedes Benz dealership. Yeah. Yeah, we saw it, and it was just like you know they weren't selling at all. So let's see here: one hundred thirty-seven thousand dollars were in Scottsdale, Arizona. Here's the EQS. Only an 82-day supply. There you Look go. At that. Yeah. Our algorithm thinks you should get $13,000, almost $14,000 off. The son of a gun. But there you go. Yeah, I mean, these EVs, uh, in, in, in particular, the Mercedes ones that are so expensive, they, they don't seem to be selling that quickly. We talked about the Ford F-150 Lightning. Those aren't selling as quickly as Ford would like. And then Toyota's sitting there, and they literally just can't get their hands on enough of their hybrid cars. Marcello's, his insights are super interesting. Uh, you know, we've... I don't know about we, but I know I keep saying that hybrids are the bridge that gets people from straight ice cars to EVs. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the brands that are trying to get customers from ice to EV without that hybrid, well, they're struggling a tad. And, and so I, I think, I think Toyota is playing it the right way as far as how they're going to get their customers from from straight ice to straight EV and it's and it's over that hybrid bridge. Speaking of which, you and Justice will be over on the Car Edge Electric channel in about 15 minutes continuing that very and, conversation. And Phil and Phil and Phil, and I just want to remind everyone, caredge.com slash careers. We are hiring for so many different roles right now. There's actually a few more I'll be adding to this form, this application form shortly. So please, please, please make your way over if you're interested in working with us, caredge.com slash careers. Maybe we can have a chance to have you work with us behind you, the you, scenes you, on the team. You don't have like a face of the franchise or anything that position that's, right that's there. me it's right uh, there okay okay i so i don't need to look through that list <laughs> please don't all right Bob, enjoy your upcoming weekend i'm sure i will talk to you later on today enjoy your show with justice we are just 10 days away from the launch of auto insiders the podcast with my dad ray shevska so stay tuned for that as well and if we can help you with anything car edge c-a-r-e-d-g-e.com go for it are we back here tomorrow night 
we are over on the Car Edge channel. We will be doing a live stream tomorrow night. Looking forward to it. Okay. See, I, I just I need to check in to, to find out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. So you can find us on Car Edge tomorrow night at 7 Eastern. Um, but if you want to get more news that you can use, we'll be back here Monday at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific time. 8 a.m. in Anchorage and 6 a.m. for all our friends in Honolulu. Thanks so much for being here, everybody. 